Hey, listen up, idiots. This is your spoiler warning. Also, you might get offended. So warning for that, too, you idiots. All right, that's fine. <laughs> you're like me last night. Uh-huh. I said you're giggling like me last night, man. I am. I am a little bit. <laughs> I, was, I was cracking the fuck up last night, man. You were. You had some good ones. You had You had two good ones. Who has seen all of the Saw movies? Why? <laughs> was good. And cool, man. <laughs> <laughs> to Sean's fucking story. <laughs> I mean, because there's really like nothing you could say. <laughs> oh, man. How you doing, buddy? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. Do you miss Halloween yet? Uh, oh, yeah. No? Yeah, it's fine. Whatever. This is Friday now. <laughs> Yeah, that's, it took me a second. I did the mental math. I was like, oh, because it's, oh, got it. I didn't know if you're making some commentary on how quick we are to jump to the next holiday and forget the old one before it's happened. We don't really do Christmas, but, which, by the way, I'm fucking glad about. You're glad you don't do Christmas? That we don't do Christmas, like, episodes. Oh, yeah, because there's only, like, two good ones. Well, and we come out of Stoner Movie September, go right into Halloween shit. That's mm-hmm. two, like, themes. Yeah. And then, yeah, it would really just load the last third of our year with nothing but novelty months. And that wouldn't be fun. No. And usually, like, this is the time of year where we get all the good games and things are releasing. Yeah. And uh, so you and I thought we'd also buck that trend and take a little trip uh, someplace tropical. Yeah. You know, all those good games coming out, Red Dead, Spider-Man, so much Forza. We're not going to talk about any of those today. No. 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 We defy your expectations. <laughs> and we give you not what you ask for, but what you deserve. Yeah. And what you deserve this week is how Stella got her groove back. The seminal, uh, is it? I don't know when this came out. I'm going to guess. 1998. I was going to guess 98. It was 98. All right. Perfect. The seminal 98 uh, midlife coming out movie i don't know coming out like in terms of her own sexuality not necessarily like i don't know man i just saw it as it was also sort of like a rom-com but not Uh, now because you need calm for the rom part i guess this was this was not quite that i don't know we're not getting into it not yet no i'll save it i'll save it i'll save it i don't know i didn't have a question coming into this outside like I don't know, have you ever think of a game that, like, you've maybe, you've lost your groove at, like, you used to be pretty good at it, and then, like, ah, something changes up, and then it takes you a while to maybe readjust and get your groove back, per se? You know what I'm I'm getting at here? Um, I'm sure there are many examples, um, say maybe, like, StarCraft or something like that, where I put tons of time into starcraft one and uh actually i'll give you a better example uh uh, skip that but keeping the blizzard camp of warcraft 3 i was real big into warcraft 3 when it came out played it got really good at it like that's all i did when warcraft 3 was out and that's the one where you could you could have like the heroes join you so you have your armies and then like the big person that also was the one that they made dota out of yeah, yeah, uh huh. The I, the first 3D one, I think, yeah. with all four races. It was and it was a pretty good little strategy game, but uh, I got really good at it. And then 
many other things came out and I lost interest and put it down for many, many years only to find out when I went to South Korea, they are still actively <laughs> playing this game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and all the PC bongs and everything. So I got back into it to play with some of our Asian co-workers upstairs who are in the IT department. And uh, I got good at it again. I really enjoyed it. But uh, same thing happened. StarCraft 2 was just around the corner. And then that came out. And I was like, fuck you, Warcraft 3. I'll see you later. And jumped <laughs> to StarCraft 2. Nice. Yeah. And that's it. But I, it happens all the time. Especially, I can think, with um, sequels. Yeah. Because right? usually a game might come out. And then like you get something, unlike movies, that are like a year or two later. You might have to wait much longer for games with their development time unless you're assassin's creed um <laughs> but what like uh starcraft was the same way like i had to relearn starcraft all over again when the second one came out you know uh it happens uh guitar hero was really good at guitar hero stopped and then got back into it when rock band came out and then re-picked it up and did everything so it, it just comes and goes in waves it just a for but me, when you get back on... into it, like, are you terrible at first? Usually. Or yeah. not terrible, but it's that it's that thing where you're disappointing yourself because you know you're better. I, I It'd be like if a pro athlete put on, like, 50 pounds and then try to, like, do everything without oh. having, you know? And it's just, like, he could probably do better than most or pretty well, but, like, it's not his peak, so he's, you know... It's always going to be, an, it's a it's that mental game. It's yeah. like, I'm not where I should be, and this fucking sucks, you know? Yeah, I... Uh, what about you? <laughs> I think I got that way probably, I know there were definitely, it's just some days you just don't have it, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, it happens to me somewhat, sometimes in Destiny. It'll happen to me a lot in Call of Duty. Yeah. Happened quite frequently in Halo 2, I remember. Mm -hmm. It's not winning a single game all fucking night. And you're like, why did I play this bullshit? Fucking hate this. Mm -hmm. Never playing this game again. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, ah, you come back tomorrow. And then you're fucking crushing again. And you're, I don't know, man. You just get that groove back. Yeah. So, yeah. Sometimes you just need to go to your garage and build some furniture. And Or uh, a weird sex swing thing. Yeah. Like in Burn After Reading. Mm -hmm. That's the only furniture I want to make. It's Weird just, dildo chair. <laughs> it also shows up in Always Sunny. It does. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Uh, I can empathize with that. I don't know. I don't really lose grooves too much. So you you can you can go and then pick it up many years down the line, pretty much where you were. Sometimes, um, like I don't know. A lot of games now too have that universal control scheme almost that makes it Yeah. Like if you're playing a first person shooter, you know how it's gonna fucking operate for the mm -hmm. most part. So I don't know. It's a little weird, but I don't think I've ever I don't it's know. also uh, unless you're like real into retro games, you're not diving back into older games too too often. No. Like, I think the only reason I go to certain games is because other people are playing them online, and that's a reason to go back, but otherwise, I don't just, like, I'm not like, oh, what's that Nintendo 64 game that I used to be good at? Let me see if I'm still good oh, at it. I I'm just like, I've got a bunch of new shit to play. Yeah. I just listed three games that came out all within, like, the last month, and that's not even including, like, the Tomb Raider and all that. There's so much new shit. 
We can't focus on. There's never enough time. Yeah. Yeah. Life. There is never enough time. <laughs> I think this ties in uh, with the theme. Okay. Yeah. Kind of. Are we going to get into this fucking movie? I say movie? theme loosely. I mean, I can I can stall as long as you want to. Because no, I say a... let's get into it. All right. Let's do it then. Because, I mean, we're, we're kind of beating around the bush, but I think we both really want to talk about this movie. All right. Let me first start by saying, I think How Stella Got Her Groove Back is a movie everybody remembers hearing about. Uh-huh. And I don't think anybody ever watched this movie. That is exactly what I think happened, too. Okay. <laughs> because I remember knowing of this movie did not care about it It was marketed everywhere 98 i would have been 12 so this is definitely not geared for me this was the year before the matrix came out and i saw the matrix like three times in theaters like yeah i was not averse to going to movies but yeah Mm -hmm. uh how stella got her groove back i remember seeing it everywhere yeah never seeing the movie Agreed. I think i might have caught like a glimpse of it like three to five minutes Back in the cable days when it was mm-hmm. on Comedy Central, or it probably wasn't Comedy Central, it was probably like TBS or something. I was going to say TBS. you know, one of those uh, B-tier channels. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I don't know. Comedy Central might be a B-tier channel. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. But we decided to go back to it because I thought it was uh, it's just funny and different. Well, and Mandy had it mentioned it, and I had yeah. never seen it, and you had never seen it, right? Yeah, we were just openly discussing what to talk about. I think Mandy just casually was like, uh, how's all got our group back? And just threw it out <laughs> into there. And we were like, yeah, why not? That's okay. fucking random. Let's yeah. do it. That's great. And uh, so we watched it. And I got to say, man, I did not like this movie. <laughs> I knew you didn't when I, when I when I talked about it briefly last night. I was like, ah, well, Kyle didn't like it. No. I'm so positive. No, I man. think it's going to be good. I did not like this movie like. Almost at all. All right. So no cards on the table. Just or no, all cards on the table. Yeah, everything. No, down. nothing to hold back. All right. Um, I did not like this movie either. Um, I think there are some bad things. I don't. I think a lot of that is attributed to the nineties. Uh-huh. Uh huh. In the the style of movie that was made back then. Yeah. But this is one hundred percent not a movie for me. And so, that's yeah. that's mostly where I come down. As I said uh, this. in this fucking one of my big notes <laughs> is there is a target market for this movie that I am nowhere near. Yeah, I am not even remotely close to the wheelhouse of somebody that <laughs> this movie is marketed towards. But I've seen other movies that aren't generally marketed towards me. Yeah, and have enjoyed them. Mm-hmm. Me too. I don't know if this one is just so far out there. I saw Magic Mike. Yeah. And it's good. Okay. And I enjoyed it. I've never seen and it. And that is a movie not targeted towards me. Yeah. You know. But it's still good. But it's good. Sergio. It's, we should do a Magic Mike episode. After How Stella? Maybe. Because How Stella good. <laughs> is not good, man. It's it's rough. There's a lot it's of rough. wrong with this movie. It's, yeah. It is There's well like, one. All right, so let's back up real quick. Okay, and please. you say this is a movie that's not targeted to you. Yeah, let's start with who is this movie targeted? To? Okay, good, good starting point. <laughs> all right, I would say the middle-aged, divorced, unhappy single mother mm-hmm. who it helps a lot if they are of African American descent. 
but I think a lot of ladies in general would like this movie. Agreed. In that demographic. Yeah. Yes. I, I think I'm with you. I, I I think the audience overlap between this and uh, Fifty Shades of Grey are very similar, except like the overlap that isn't there in Stella is, is from the black community, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, and that's great. I mean, there were a bunch of 90s movies from the black community I love. We talked about Friday. Well, Soul Food. Um, there's so many. This is what, uh, this one is... of the things I was curious about watching this movie, because mm-hmm. you are an unashamed fan of Tyler Perry, and most things Tyler Perry movie-wise. I was, but then I saw Boo Amadea Halloween the other day, and, uh, and it made me question things. Okay. So I might not be as much into Tyler Perry Well, anymore. I was curious <laughs> how our, our different appreciations for things like that would oh, yeah. uh, influence how we independently viewed how Stella got a groove back and we both yeah. seem to pretty much come down the same way. Yeah. I, I really did. I thought I was going to be positive because I have these, I, I don't know. I am kind of a sucker for if you, if you just want to put out there black movies, like I love black movies. I think they're great. I like, um, I honestly, you're talking about it not being targeted to us and I 100% agree, but those are the usually movies I love. I know. Uh, because it gives you an insight into other cultures and other ways of thinking. And, you know, it's just, it's fascinating. This movie tries to do that, but it's more, instead of offering, like, a window into, like, actual characters, it feels more just happy to be, we're making it okay for women to be horn dogs and to be sex, and, like, be concerned with sex and that that instinctual sexual urge we're giving women sexuality back and like and they even that's mentioned it. that like really yeah. ham-fistedly at oh, one yeah. point in the movie yeah like ooh stella you getting it girl mm-hmm. and i think it's it's fair because i think history movie history up until that time there's not really been too too much of that so great good push push the boundaries i'm all for that but then they didn't bring any kind of real plot story or character arc to back it up so we're just left with a kind of steamy romance to to titillate like the older lady crowd but without any kind of depth it is dude yeah that's my biggest complaint is that this entire movie is focused on one single relationship and this Mm -hmm. entire relationship is so fucking paper thin that yeah i (laughs) you so you mentioned this out there when we were just kind of roughly talking (laughs) about that and that, uh, so a big thing happens like halfway through this movie mm-hmm. and it feels like it's set up and this is the conclusion. Like we're, we're yeah. wrapping things up and then you realize that there's still another 40 fucking minutes in this movie. Yeah. And you're, this movie is two hours long. Yeah. It's way longer than it needs to be. It's real weird because that three act structure happens in the first hour and 10 minutes and then they add on like another two acts Mm -hmm. and it's 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 the it's the last jedi effect where it's just like bloated because you're trying to cram too much in there and whereas like i'll give last jedi at least a little bit of benefit of the doubt because they had so much going on whereas Stella just takes up a ton of time yes without much going on like i think we have two trips to jamaica a separate trip to america (laughs) Uh and a trip to the airport Mm -hmm. and then uh like uh saved at the last minute reunite 
vacation at the fucking airport yeah yeah they play into all the tropes here um real real kind of heavy-handedly um you you didn't pick up on it but the big thing you're talking about that happens in the middle of the are we yeah spoilers are abound angela bassett's the main character her name's stella Payne. dumb names by the way the movie the names in this movie are fucking stupid you don't like winston shakespeare tay diggs (laughs) (laughs) is winston shakespeare what who thought that was i guess it's all there for the joke of you didn't know shakespeare was a black man yeah i guess that's like the only reason it's there otherwise it's just such a dumb name but Stella and her friend Whoopi goldberg i i think it's dahlia or something something like that yeah i can't think of her name um but they delilah uh but they go to jamaica on a trip for no reason just to get to get out and wait so they go to jamaica because stella has just been fired no not yet not yet okay but comes when that's later she's feeling disenfranchised at her job Mm -hmm. her son's out she's got free time on her hand and she gets set up her sister gives her number to a judge who calls her to try to hit on her Meanwhile, she's watching a commercial on late night television for Jamaica and like constantly hallucinating herself in this state. I thought those effects were a good touch. You thought so? I thought they were very weird and went on for like a long time. It was weird for sure. But I was like, I don't know. It was an artistic intention in a film that is devoid of artistic intention. It's also, yeah, it's a very by the numbers movie. It is. I, uh, well. I forgot even what. Which is also why, like, I think we. The tropiness. Ah, we got off this. Delilah. So they go on this vacation, and within the first five minutes on the beach, she says something like, I'm so tired. Like, I'm fatigued. And, like, kind of, it's this thing where it comes out of nowhere. And in movies, they only show you things because it's important later. So if you. In a good movie. Yeah, yeah, in a good movie. But immediately, like, like, as soon as this happened, I looked over to Laura as we were watching this. I was like, she's dying. She's gonna die. 100%. By in this movie, she has a terminal disease and she went on like a little bucket list last vacation and that's this and she's not gonna say anything. It's gonna come out of nowhere. I did not see that coming. 100% it plays into that. Yeah. And, and, and the airport scene is 100% like the, biggest rom-com trope you can go to oh yeah enough so it's a fucking joke in love actually that like they fucking do this in every movie yeah you know and this one does it wholeheartedly after i don't know there's so much i can get into i just i feel like a shotgun going all over the place (laughs) because this movie is that way too it is like i have this circular diagram because (laughs) for real like once once angela fucking bassett and tay diggs get in this relationship it is nothing but love fight love fight love fight love fight and for the dumbest fucking reasons that don't matter they all right this is yes and it's yes and again like so whoopi goldberg dies halfway through this movie Mm -hmm. there's still 40 minutes after that but like it it has a fucking built-in conclusion right there Tay Diggs flies over from Jamaica for her friend's funeral and is there for her. You feel like it's going to get wrapped up. And then like, oh, no, he's just moving in here for a while. And then they get in a fight about something. They get into fights several times. And it's always about the dumbest shit 
That is not and they a real take people turns, fight. Yeah, and they take turns starting it. Yeah. Yeah, like, he, he, he... I guess she's upset because, like, they go to a movie and it's a child's movie. It's not a child's movie, but it's like it's, it's a, a young comedy. Yeah, but it's, it's like a, a it's a dumb stoner comedy it would almost. Be, like, yes, it yeah. would be it would be a Seth Rogen movie nowadays. It'd be a Judd Apatow movie. And they're it's, playing it like if you take your mom to one of those. Like Yeah. All, and all these young people are there laughing and she's not enjoying the movie. And then her stuffy fucking sister and friends afterwards that come out and they're like, "Oh, you saw that? I'm sorry." It's yeah. like, "Okay. This you, and they're all super dressed up for a night at the fucking movie theater. Right. It's right. so pretentious. Yeah. And, yeah, uh, but they get into a fight over that. They yeah. get into a fight about him playing video games, which, by the way, did you notice him playing video games is the dumbest fucking way to play a video game it's ever? it's the way it's always been. Oh, no, this one was real bad. He was just on one side. Yeah. Pressing, like, the A and B button with both thumbs. And, like, the game is, like, a... I think it's a PlayStation. I know what game it is. It's it was the Die Hard Trilogy. I thought it was. Nah, it's that or... Die Hard Trilogy game. Yeah, and was... that's the Nakatomi uh, first person shoot 'em up. But it has a fucking cursor you have to move around to and shoot. And it was obviously it. also only one player playing. And it's a one. Yes. Yeah. So I, I like whatever. But, but that was they get into fights about his irresponsibility because he's childlike. And it's, it's a bummer. This is all leading up to. This movie, I think there's a good kernel here. And I think this could be a fucking really smart movie. And I think um, I'd have to dig into it. But I'm pretty sure there have been movies about uh, May-December romances that have probably been better. And I'm maybe a little bit more informed. But, like, why don't you make the fights about, like, legitimate issues that a couple would be having well, in this situation? It all revolves around the fact that in this movie, Angela Bassett is 40 and Tay Diggs is 20. Which he's not even twenty one, so girl, he can't even drink. He can't drink. So all right. it's all about this weird like ageism thing because she feels ashamed. Yes, because he's younger and he doesn't care. And it's oh, you can't really love me. And it's she's putting up walls, and then he's mm. breaking them down, and then he's he's got his walls, and she breaks those down. Yeah, and then there's more walls. For and it's all based on this fucking age thing that runs its course the first time, and it just yeah. keeps coming back up. And yeah, yeah. Well, here's here's the thing. Uh, yes, yes. There, there's all that, and I don't know even how to start dissecting this. The movie is just all over the place yeah. in ideas, and it tries to give Tay Diggs something to do. But in all honesty, I don't think it should. I think one put a put a note, put a pin, put a pin in Tay Diggs. I need to talk about this at some point. But we are going to go back. Uh, it sh- he should not factor into the story. This story is about Stella being like repressed and like tired. She's like she's stuck in a rut, and it's her finding happiness. All this movie needs to be was finding the fling. And reawakening something in her and having a real passionate fucking time. And, and then coming back, back, changed and learning a lesson. Yeah. This movie doesn't work. It's for it's many all reasons. About you need a man. Well, it's it's not that. No, no, no. You don't think so, because that's, that's what I got. This movie's not necessarily about needing a man. I think it is legitimately trying to it's it's weirdly, I think, flipping the script between the man and woman is trying to give the woman power and be this. And I don't think it's necessarily successful. Because, and this is the biggest flaw of the movie, 
rom-coms live or die by if you want these people to succeed and be happy together. Yeah. And you don't give a fucking shit about this couple. <laughs> no. Because they are a bad match. He is childlike. When he pops out the wedding ring, like, so early into the relationship. And doesn't, he just throws it down. And he's like, look what I got you. And then he about it five days later when she's not said anything yet. Because, you know what? He is a child. And there are legitimately, like, um, I think Whoopi says at one point, like, or maybe Stella says this to Whoopi. But they say, like, he's not even had his heart broken yet. He's so young. And that's a fucking very valid point. Like, he's so young and inexperienced. There's no way this is going to be a good fit. This is not going to be a good long-term match. This is a fling. This is a fling to reignite something in you. And that's it. So when we are going through the ups and downs of this troubled relationship, we don't give a fuck. Because 30 minutes into the movie, we all know it's a bad idea. Yeah. Good for you, Angela Bassett. I'm glad you're getting some. You got your braids, girl. You got your little booty. This is not a lasting relationship. It 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 can't be. It, man, there's some weird things just all over the place in this movie. Please. Why? On. Number one. All right. So this. So Tay Diggs, does he sleep in a mesh tank top? Because that's what he oh. wears to the pajama party. And then. <sighs> 90s. I mean, what was Angela Bassett wearing to that? Well, here's the thing. Pajama party. That was like a. What is up with this movie? Like thing. just halfway through the pajama party. Oh, everybody get your titties out. Because it's Jamaica. Right. Is that a thing? Well, I think this is, well, you gotta remember. But it also is. This is right around the advent of like the internet really getting big. So information was not easily available to people. And I think we were still in the mindset of like, oh man, foreign cultures are so weird and exotic and they do weird shit. But like, like look how, look how open they are. They're just taking their titties out in Jamaica. But I like, think that was all the normal just the like white people on vacation there were just all those women are just gonna pop their titties out because that's who did it it was so fucking weird man like what yeah. is happening in this yeah it, like it was like they just wanted to have titties yeah and it's it's strangely and maybe this is a sign of like where movies have come but or where we have come to now with movies but uh i think this is an r-rated movie you have that scene Wasn't with the R? tits. It's R because they say the they say fuck only oh. three times. Three times they choose to say fuck. And then I cannot remember them saying another curse word. I remember shit a lot. And then the sex stuff's not really that bad until it, the final one. After with in the, the shower, shower and yeah, the dude. That's that's it. This movie, it's weirdly like PG or G. Yeah. And then, like, these certain points, you're just like, boom, fuck, what? Where'd that come from? We're saying fuck? Is this, oh, th- this is not a piece And not only are they movie. saying fuck, they're using it in the term of, like, fuck him. Yeah. Just fuck him. And it's yeah. Whoopi Goldberg saying it. And you're like, what is happening yeah. in this movie? Well, I, that makes sense with Whoopi Goldberg because she's dying. So she's going to want to be like, live your life, do whatever. Like, that's it. She's with, all right, let's talk about. What's that's even more disappointing. Let's talk about yeah. these weird football players that she's like hanging out with. The ex football players. Yeah. Oh my gosh! All right, so one has a stutter, and then one is maybe maybe he has a mental disorder because I don't know. He He's... just can't fucking quit. Like, yeah. He is. He is a Looney Tunes character with his horniness. Yes. yes. It's fucking so bad. It's really dumb and really. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's very Looney Tunes. It's a very apt description. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, it's... I don't know, man. 
this it, it and it all climaxes to this pajama party where I think Stella is already dancing with Tay Diggs, and it's clear they're fuck they're they're a thing you know they're gonna fuck they're gonna fuck they're into each other and this guy is still not giving up so what does he do he dances and woos her by stripping to a g string mm-hmm. this old and that's why I think man this rom com shit is what they're trying to weird. do at like this this weird point. But that stuff, that, that comedy, it drops off severely yeah. after that first Jamaica trip. And then it becomes super drama. It, it wants to be Kramer versus Kramer, this big, intense, like, re- heated relationship thing or Annie Hall where we're talking about, like, the parts of a relationship. But it just doesn't have anything to back it up. And it could. It fucking could. This whole movie is about being stuck in a rut and seizing life and living life to the fullest before it's too late. But they don't do anything really to tie it in with Whoopi Goldberg. They just kind of leave it there limply. Yeah. Like, that's how you tie it in with the end. You make that the end. You make it a focal point. But, like, her other sister's fucking pregnant. And it's talking about new life. And children. And thematic things. And, like, there's only one mention ever at the end where Tay Diggs says, Tay Diggs says something like, uh, I, I, I want a kid. I want a family. And that I don't think that can happen with you before they leave. And that's a very good point. That is the only point he makes that's good. And then there's nothing else. Like, that alone, that could be the subject of, of good drama, you know? That is the Shakespearean tragedy shit. The where, like, a relationship yeah. doesn't work, not because one person is good and one person is bad. It is fascinating. This happens in life. Relationships sometimes don't work because of fucking the circumstances. Yeah. And that's it. It's nobody's fault. And that could have been this movie, is delving into that and exploring some fucking <clears throat> depth. And it is nothing with this. At what point did Stella actually get her groove back? Does she? Well, you would say after the first Jamaica trip, but then she gets fired and is immediately, like, cut back down. So I don't think she does. The fucking way to get her group back is to make her own business, do something with the fucking table furniture furniture that that comes out of nowhere. And just keeps coming out of nowhere and nothing happens with it. No, they bring it up, like, after Whoopi dies. Like, after the halfway mark, they bring it up two or three times and... Nothing comes of it. It's just a nice gesture that he cleaned it out. Yep. And that's it. And it's like, yeah, that's a good gesture. Congratulations. It means nothing. It means nothing for his character. It means nothing for her character. Yeah, because she doesn't do anything with it. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, dude, it's so all over the place. It's, (laughs) it's not a good movie. I did not enjoy any moment of watching this and I kept laughing at it because it just kept going more and more over the top. All right. Okay. I'll, uh. Let me start with a negative that will turn into two positives. Okay, then. but can I do one dumb quote? Oh, that no, I please. Absolutely. So at one do point, all the dumb quotes. they ask Angela Bass, or I think it's Tay Dick. He's like, you don't make furniture anymore? And she goes, no, I make money. It's so like it wants to tell this fucking awesome message about heart. And it just falls so hard on its face. Mm. It's so just blatant. And on its own sleeve and just awful. But nothing even comes with the money thing. Like, that could be, like, a real Fisher King thing. And as much as I want to give that movie shit, like, at least it had, like, a thesis to it. I don't think it was successful, but it was, like, a take on, like, making money versus, like, living your life. And, like, is greed and capitalism all that's worth it? 
And she talks this about this movie flirts with it, and it flirts with many things. She talks about nothing. like she can't do anything because she loses her job, and she has to be tight and fiscal with money. She doesn't mm-hmm. know where what she's going to do about it, baby. Mm-hmm. Oh hey, pretty guy from Jamaica called. Yeah, let's fly right back immediately. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's once he's over there, he's he literally does nothing. Well, no, but I mean work. they they fly back to Jamaica oh, first. I know. And yeah. then they come back, but, like, he, he's still not doing anything. Like, he's no help even then. No. And she, she turns the job down. I don't know. That's, the, again, there could be a point to that. Turning the job down could be, like, the end of a character arc. But well, it's not. It's when, just another thing that happens. When does she get her groove back? I don't. I don't think she does. I don't remember her getting it back. I think it's. I think how Sella got her groove back. Like what happens is, with her and him at the end of the movie? Are they together? Man, they are together. Of course. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. And 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 this is one of the good things is, the, is that final shot is actually kind of smart because all of the people in the airport fade away, and it's the cut of just oh, the yeah. two of them alone. And that's to kind of tell you visually, but before that, nobody else matters. It's only them. That's what that's what's important. They're not going to care about what other people think. Like, I think that's a good visual shot. We also have like the second false ending when we show up at this fucking family barbecue, and Tay Diggs meets everybody, <laughs> yeah. and everybody likes him, including the ex husband. Yeah. There's another great end point where I thought, okay, the movie's ending. The only and it's one not. who doesn't is the pregnant sister, who for some reason is the most unlikable, contemptuous person ever for no reason. Yeah. Like, the shade she gives, there's there's no reason other than for fake drama. It comes from no place. And the other sister's really dumb. I like the other sister mm-hmm. a lot. I do too. I don't know where she's from, but I've, I've seen, seen her, her around. Not, I love her every time she yeah. pops up. <laughs> she's also, I think she's Craig's sister in Friday, is she not? <gasps> I think you're right. Yeah. That is it. Okay. And she's great in that. She's good. Yeah. I like her. And she's pretty fucking funny in this. Yeah. So. Well, let's keep going with this. Uh, Two positives for you. Angela Bassett and Whoopi Goldberg, I think, do great jobs. Yeah. They were both. I. They don't have characters to do anything with. Angela Bassett is bad at some points, but she's pretty great overall. I. I. It. She goes a little way over a lot. She does. She does. And it doesn't work for me. I think it's... Honestly, I think that's the 90s acting. I, I think that's just kind of what they were told to do back then. But I I do think she, like, legitimately earns some some uh, uh, acclaim with, like, the whoopee stuff. You know, when she does go, like, she brings it. And I do think she brings a lot of, like, uh, emotions and, and, and just facial acting to it as well. I think she's good. I like Angela Bassett in general. Let's talk about Tay Diggs he's and awful. how he is the male version of Denise Richards. Yeah, he's, he's fucking terrible. Not a good actor. He's a pretty face. The Jamaican accent is, is awful. All, all over, over the, the place. fucking place. I heard Irish at some point. It's so bad. It's fucking great. I, I mean, I it. can't do it, but I didn't get paid a lot of money to do it. This he didn't get he didn't get horrible. paid a lot of money to do it. He nah. got paid a lot of money because he's good looking. He did, and he's young, and he, he was fucking ripped. Why not just hire like a good looking guy from Jamaica? It because Tay Diggs it was Tay was this, Diggs a draw back then. I think he was blowing up. Yeah, but to like teenage girls, are teenage girls gonna go see? That's true. How Stella got her back just for t- well, they might because there's a Tay Diggs butt in there. Oh fuck, there is. There is. 
And 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 Laura was like real big into David Duchovny, so she was she she sat through a lot of shit for David Duchovny. So like I know teenage girls if they were into Tay Diggs, they would have sat through fucking House of Got a Groove Back. Well, and I think it's also for the middle aged women because they also mm-hmm. that's what Tay Diggs is there for. Sure, because you're yeah, he's eye candy. Well, and they're supposed it's to be the, Angela Bassett, and they're supposed yeah. to see themselves with this. It's it's the it's. Hot this movie stud. is female gaze yeah. and female wish fulfillment, and that's fine. It's great. There should that should exist. Absolutely, it's, it's not for me. And exactly, that's it. like it's so. But, but I, I also wonder, don't like real male fucking male gaze or male male fantasy f- fulfillment. Thank wish you, wish fulfillment. fulfillment. Yeah, Ugh. words, Michael Bay. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah. Tate Diggs is just fucking awful. Yeah. Um. So bad. Surprisingly, I didn't think the kid actor was bad. He was good. Yeah. He was fine. He had to... It's real interesting. He was like the voice of wisdom at several points. Uh, I don't remember when or where it was, but he was saying something to uh, both of them as they were fighting, Stella and Winston. Yeah. And I was like, God damn, the smartest one's the fucking 10-year-old in of this course. group. Yeah. And it's so weird. It's so weird, Tate Diggs going, and he's like... No, we'll have a man-to-man talk. That's okay. I don't see any children here. I'm yeah. like, what? This is weird. What? Also, was... This is... All right, so maybe... All right, my bias is going to come out right now. I don't fucking care. Um, Have you been, Kyle, in a relationship or have seen somebody who is significantly younger than you are? Um... Uh, no, I dated a girl that was like 15, 16 when I was like 17, 18 around there. Okay. And that, that's not too, too No, that, that kind of got us some looks, but whatever. Yeah. Um, uh, my old, well, yeah, my old junior high football coach is like married to a girl like half his age. Mm-hmm. But no, it's not really treated as weird. I mean, it is a little weird. I'm going to fucking say it's weird because I, when I was 23 or 24, dated a girl who was 18. Okay. I got, we got hooked up through mutual friends and it did not last long. And it's because it was weird Mm -hmm. and it doesn't work Um, because there is, there is something to be said about shared experiences and somebody and especially like right around that time because she had just finished high school and I had fucking finished college. Yeah. There is such a wide vast of experience. And at this point, Tay Diggs had had no college, no work experience, nothing, nothing. But we struggled so hard to find like common grounds to talk about. And like it literally it would revert sometimes to like her high school dramas and what was happening in her life. Yeah. And it was so hard for me to empathize because it's like this is this is kitty bullshit this is yeah, I this don't, is I'm, i cannot be further removed i am this. six years past this or whatever past this like i don't care about high school bullshit like i'm over this and so like i look at certain points in this movie at angela bassett to tay Diggs, and i'm just like this isn't gonna work because you have no shared experience yeah it has nothing to do with necessarily age like and sometimes I think maybe it can work a little bit more the reverse way because I, I do tend to think uh, women are much more um, mature. They, they do. They mature faster than men. Like uh, you talk to an 18. I don't know. That's, I don't know. About. 
Eight, <laughs> know, they're all kind of stupid. You talk to an 18 year old girl versus an 18 year old boy. They're both dumb. But I feel like I'm probably going to roll my th- eyes less at the 18 year old girl. <laughs> you talk to a 13 year old girl and a 13 year old boy and the 13 year old girl will be much smarter. I imagine. Right. Yeah. And so I think maybe like that can help sometimes. But a 20 year age gap. I just outside of like, damn, that body is stupid. Let me fuck it. I don't think that can work. I just don't think there's longevity there. Well, and yeah, because like you said, there's these shared experiences and the fact that like she's just hitting the age when all of her other friends are going to want to go out and party. Yeah. And you've done that shit. Like you ain't, mm-hmm. you ain't looking to do that and stay out till yeah. like four in the morning. So I, but you also don't want to stay in or Tay Diggs won't be able to go out ever. And that deprives him of his yeah. experiences. It's not a good situation. Yeah. And exactly. You don't want to deprive somebody yeah. of that. And it, it wouldn't be fair to either. Like, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. That's probably definitely adding to my inability to really root for these two. But I just, I just, I don't know. Maybe I'm off base. I just Anna I Nicole don't Smith. think it could work. What about? She was like 40 and she married that like 90 year old dude. Or no, she was like 20. Well, or some shit. I mean, it's weird. I think it's gross. If it was, she was into it, good for her. But it was I so can't very help. obviously for the money. But, yeah, I yeah. can't help but be cynical and just yeah. say, I but, don't know. Is it? I'm sorry. That to was say the term gold digger now. No, no who cares? Uh, it seemed like a gold digger. Absolutely. Same with like Hugh and the three Playboy bunnies that he was into oh, yeah. back then. What Kendra? Well, they were just for a while. They whatever. rotated out. Those three just had an easy. They got show big for, a while. for some reason. Yeah. yeah, I don't know why either. Well, those are the only ones I know. But like, it's for money or fame or whatever. Like, there's no way you were looking at Hugh Hefner and being like, "Let's talk about your times during the Great Depression and how me and my Valley Girl self can really relate and empathize with that." I it just, I can't. Have, I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe, maybe, I, I don't know. I could just be talking out my ass. And, I don't think you are. And if I'm are. wrong, please correct me, audience. But I just, I, I don't know. I don't think you are at all. I, I can't see it working. I also, get, yeah, I don't see this relationship working. Uh, this movie is nothing but fights between the two of them. Yeah. And it didn't show an indication that it was really going to stop. I just mm-hmm. imagine it's going to be more of that. And then she's going to have another divorce. Yeah. On the line. Yeah. Yeah, I did like that Winston seemed to really try to get along with her son. I thought that was a nice touch. I did too, and, and I'm always a fan to of that in yeah. movies. Um, yeah, I like that too. What else? It sounded like you had a list of good things. I didn't mean to interrupt because there's only so many good things <laughs> yeah. you've said so far. Uh, I, I did like Whoopi. Yeah, I She's think she did fun. good, and I think she like fucking nailed her death scene. Like, she did real well, and I thought that was maybe... It, it didn't feel too rote at that point. Like, the way she went, like, it could have gone many ways. Mm-hmm. That said, she makes a specific a point to bring up the life is but a dream thing. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And I thought that was kind of... It was either... Because they sing, row, row, row your boat. And... Yeah, when she dies, and so she incorporates it into the eulogy she's giving... Which is fine. Make that the fucking thesis statement of the movie then or don't do it. Right? And again, it's like that same thing. It's like tie that all up into the third act and end your movie. Because that does go with the theme. But they don't do anything with it. And this is the whole movie. It's somebody... This movie. This fucking movie. I piece out what this movie is. 
It's somebody took a 100-piece puzzle and just emptied out the pieces on the table, and it's there for you. You have to do all the work. Nothing's put together. It's not quite good. Nothing fits. See, there are good pieces. There are bad pieces. It's just there. There's no there's no steady hand guiding this movie. I like, I like your analogy, but I'll say it differently in the fact that it is a puzzle piece. Or it's a puzzle, and like maybe like... You know, 65% of it's put together, and then they just filmed that. And that's it. That's it. They they stopped halfway through, and then <laughs> they're just pieces. And that's <laughs> that's what that is. Um, I don't know, man. Let's, uh, let's get into this movie's merit, and if it has any worth today. Um, <sighs> on a scale of, I guess, one to five Bahama Mamas, All right. which is an island tropical drink mm-hmm. what would you rate how stella got her groove back five being the best all right probably objective score objective would be a two out of five okay but for me this movie's a one out of five i don't like it at all i don't relate to it it means nothing to me i don't like the main romance i don't think the comedy works i think tay diggs is a horrible 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 actor and needs to be remembered as such I don't think enough people shit on Tay Diggs as an actor. This movie solidified it. He is, he's <laughs> garbage. He's a garbage actor. I do think there are people who will enjoy this movie. I think it is affected by the 90s, but it's just 100% not for me. I also give what this movie you? a one. I have really nothing redeeming about this movie. I, I never want to watch How Stella Got a Groove Back again. It's one yeah. of the very few movies I can actively say that about that I've ever watched. I can say that for at least 10 things we've covered on this podcast. <laughs> I'd have to think for a couple, but Stella <laughs> is definitely, I definitely know I never want to watch this again. Yeah, this is up there with Homegrown for me. Um, But, uh, I don't know, buy this for your mom for Christmas. Or don't. Yeah, or don't, but she would probably like it. You won't. And whatever. There's like, I, I don't know. I've never seen the Fifty Shades of Grey movies, but at least... They might be something. I, I hear know. that their chemistry is so far gone in the Fifty Shades movies that it's like two bricks. Like, the two stars have nothing. They don't like That's each other, <laughs> like, off camera, and it very obviously shows on camera. Ooh. So. That's what you want. Yeah. That's what you want from and a movie And a about steamy, sexy, sexy romance. Yeah. <laughs> two fucking, two people that have no chemistry. Yeah. You know what's a good movie about S&M? Secretary. I was going to say Secretary. Yeah, James Spader and Maggie Gyllenhaal. It's like the only movie I like Maggie Gyllenhaal in. That is a fantastic rom-com, and that is a rom-com. It's just a quirky fucking one. That's a weird fucking movie, man. I like that movie a lot. It's good. It's good shit. It's weird as fuck. And I think it treats S&M in a way that doesn't um, condone or praise it. It's just like this is or what belittle it, is. it or make it a joke either. Like, yeah, it's 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 a thing interesting that how people do. Yeah, it's treated with it. yeah, it's treated with respect. Mm-hmm. I appreciated that. That's Even what we should have watched this weekend with Secretary. I mean, we could have. <laughs> <laughs> I would have enjoyed it much more. I don't know if Mandy would have. I think that movie's gonna flip Mandy the fuck out. Oh yeah, it's a weird movie, man. I don't think it's that. I be, I think if you're vaguely familiar with the ideas of s and I don't think it's that weird. I don't know. She sits in his office chair and pees and stays there for like a weekend and doesn't move. It's yeah. fucking weird, man. It's masochism, man. I know. She's obs- she's obedient. Yeah. A slave obeys. 
And it is James Spader. Um, Fuck, I love James Spader, man. He's good in that one. He's good in everything. Uh, Not some of his TV uh, earlier stuff. Earlier stuff. When he was young, young, like, because uh, he was in Pretty in Pink and stuff. I mm-hmm. was not a fan of young James Spader. I like Once James he started Spader. getting a little old to him, that's when he, he got good. He's got a great intensity, and I like that. He does. He's got this uh, he commands very a presence. engaging way yeah. of speaking yeah. that you just stop and listen. He's like he's up there with Walken and these other people that you you just could listen to him fucking read a book. He's a great orator. He is. He's so good. And he's got. I can't do it. No. <laughs> I was waiting for you to try. I know. I was gonna work it up. We need at least to do a James Spader impression. I'll write him. All right. They'll ignore me. <laughs> but I'll write him, buddy. That's all I got to say, man. I hated how Stella got her groove back. Uh, I only can hope hate it, but it was boring. That the next movie we watch has got to be better than that. That's so positives. Hooray. Maybe. We'll see. I don't know what we're watching. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think the next, uh, we can go ahead and call it if people want to care. I think the next thing we will be covering will be Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. That sounds good. We're both yeah. in agreement on that. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, if you have not played Spider-Man for the PS4... You should do it by next week. Yeah. Uh, I think everybody has by this point. That's kind of why we did it this way. They got we, it out of the way we before w- Red Dead. <laughs> well, we wanted to give a lot of people a lot of time to play it, because that's... Yeah. Sometimes people don't listen to oh, those yeah. episodes. Yeah, and, and Spider-Man's yeah. one of those games where I think there are good story beats that could be spoiled. That too. So you don't want that to happen. Yeah. You know? I agree. So... All right, buddy. Well, that's all I got to say, man. Uh, I think you and I would have a lot more fun in Jamaica than... Then, uh, Whoopi was having a ton of fun. She was. She was getting plowed by two football players. Yeah. Go for it, girl. Would you ever run on your vacation? Would you wake up and run? (laughs) I wouldn't. I don't But I think people would... uh, Did Michelle go jogging at the cabin? I don't know, because I wasn't up when she was up. She wakes up at like six or seven. That's the thing to ask. That's what... I don't know. I know she went outside for walks with the dogs, so yeah. I don't think runs. No. But. I wouldn't, for sure. It's your vacation. Time to relax and to have fun. Take the vacation. You're not worried about diet or exercise. You're enjoying your life. It's your respite from the shit that is the world. It is world. your respite. All right. Well, we got to shut up because I'm fucking done talking about Stella, man. I'm over it. I'm just trying to hit that 50-minute mark, which oh. we did. So now... Uh, go fuck yourselves. Go fuck yourselves. We will talk about one good Tay Diggs movie at some point on this podcast. History. I don't think it exists. Bye. <laughs> it's a little movie called Go. Oh, I actually do like Go a lot. I know, right? Yeah. It's fucking It's got gay. that No Doubt song in it. Yeah. The new. Mm-hmm. But, spoiler alert, we won't say anything about how we feel about Go <laughs> for when we do the episode. Uh, but I'm Kyle. I'm Ryan. Bye, everybody. Go eat shit.